Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out lead to rethinking of fraternity and sorority life on many college campuses. A school counselor admits taking indecent liberties with one of her students. I'm Neil Augenstein. Lower speed limits in the district has officials focus on safer roads. What drivers need to know. I'm Melissa Howell. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The Justice Department files an appeal to get access to documents, some classified, that were seized from former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last month. It's asking the 11th Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals in Atlanta to lift a judge's order, temporarily preventing it from reviewing the paperwork, saying that it's impeding efforts to protect the nation's security and interfering with its investigation. CBS's Deborah Pata with the latest on graves found in a former Russian-controlled area of Ukraine. This one investigators say contained the remains of at least 17 Ukrainian fighters, but mostly we saw civilians, like Grigory Plachotko's wife, killed when Russia aimed their rockets at his family home. He still can't believe she's gone. Investigators led by Kharkiv's chief war crimes prosecutor, Oleksandr Ilyenkov, exhumed 50 bodies today, some bearing the signs of torture. Florida's governor says he'll keep transporting migrants from the border to other states. CBS's Elaine Kahana. They're on the move again. This morning, 48 migrants who landed on Martha's Vineyard Wednesday left a church shelter during an emotional send-off from volunteers. They're in my heart. The asylum seekers voluntarily continued their trek off the island by ferry, where we met 28-year-old Eliezer Perche, who came from Venezuela with his parents. Perche says he's hoping to find some work and a better life for his family. CBS's Charlie Daggett on those mourning the late Queen Elizabeth. The river of people lining up to pay their respects has become a flood. Determined mourners braving the cold have been warned it could take up to 24 hours. Former soccer star David Beckham, somber and in a suit who could have skipped the line, chose to wait from 2 a.m., 13 hours in total, for just a few brief moments with Her Majesty. King Charles and his three siblings stood vigil, a symbolic last line of protection for the Queen. President Biden meets with relatives of a WNBA star and a Marine veteran as the administration tries to free them from Russian prisons. CBS's Nancy Cornish. Nearly four years after Paul Whelan was first arrested in Russia, his sister got her first meeting with the president today, along with the wife of basketball star Brittany Griner, who was detained in February for possessing a trace amount of cannabis oil. I had no intent to break any Russian law. The two are living behind bars in diplomatic limbo. This is CBS News. You need to hire fast and hire right? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03 here on WTOP, Friday evening, September 16th, 2020. Right now in Gaithersburg, 61, dropping to 55 overnight.
Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. Virginia Commonwealth University has reached a settlement with the family of a 19-year-old student who died after a fraternity party last year. The family of Adam Oaks of Sterling will get nearly a million dollars as part of the settlement. In addition, the university says it will create a blueprint to set up a national model that fosters a safer and healthier dynamic for students in Greek organizations. One important part of the agreement, alcohol, will no longer be allowed at fraternity and sorority events where pledges are present. Oaks died of alcohol poisoning in February of last year. His family blames the death on hazing. A guilty plea today from a former high school counselor who had a sexual relationship with a student that lasted three years. This happened in Loudoun County, where WTOP's Neil Augenstein has new details tonight. In 2013, Ann Barrett was a counselor at Freedom High School in South Riding. The 16-year-old boy was a student. She invited him to go to the playground with her and her child because he was hanging out with the wrong crowd at the time. She later invited him to dinner. They watched TV on the couch, and that led to sexual activity. She's now pleaded guilty to taking indecent liberties with a child by a person in a custodial relationship. Her lawyer says Barrett's taken responsibility and is remorseful. She faces up to five years when she's sentenced in December. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. An accusation of sexual abuse this week at a D.C. charter school in Southeast. A police spokesperson says the incident involved two students late in the 2 p.m. hour Wednesday. The people running the Seed School of Washington, D.C. contacted police. The public charter and boarding school located in the Fort DuPont neighborhood teaches 9th through 12th graders. A spokesman tells WTOP from the school they are fully cooperating with the investigation. He calls it an isolated incident that's being managed by Metropolitan Police and there is no threat to the school campus. Both the police and the school are not being more specific about what happened. They say the investigation is active. It's 10.05. Carjackings have been on the rise around D.C., and the victims of one carjacking recently got a rude surprise from D.C.'s Department of Motor Vehicles. They were asked to pay up to $600 in speeding tickets for the carjacker's joyride. Robert Mann's wife was carjacked at an Alexandria gas station back in January. The car was driven into D.C. He tells NBC4 that his spouse is still too scared to talk about it. She felt violated. She was nearly in tears and shock of course fortunately she was not physically harmed shortly after it happened the couple was unable to track the car with gps as it made its way into dc i was optimistic that we're going to recover the car but that never happened by the time police responded the man's car was gone the gps tracker disabled they got the bill for the speeding tickets a few weeks later and despite the fact that the man sent in copies of a letter from Alexandria police proving they weren't driving the vehicle at the time, D.C. refused to void them. But there is a happy ending here after our partners at NBC4 reached out to D.C.'s DMV. A spokesperson said both of those speeding tickets have now been dismissed. If you're driving through D.C., you'll want to keep an eye out for changes to speed limits that are now in effect. Speed limits on some of the district's busiest streets lowered from 30 miles per hour to 25. It's part of Mayor Muriel Bowser's Vision Zero goals and an effort to follow national standards. So where can you expect to see the change? Over on Connecticut Avenue Northwest and New York Avenue Northeast. And future changes will happen along portions of Wheeler Road Southeast and Blair Road Northwest. Now, officials say the lower speed will reduce deadly pedestrian accidents and provide more reaction time for drivers. The plan is to continue assessing busy roads and crash data to decide what other areas might see similar changes to the speed limit. Melissa Howell, WTOP News.
Well, still ahead here on WTOP, we've got breaking news that involves the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago investigation and appeal tonight by the Justice Department. It says right now it's not allowed to properly do its work. We'll check in with Josh Gerstein of Politico, live next on WTOP. All across the country, people are working hard for their financial freedom. So at BlackRock, we're hard at work, serving retirement plan assets of over 35 million Americans. From the plains to the coast, we help Americans invest for their future, offer low-cost investment options, and help communities thrive. BlackRock. Invested in the future of Americans. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. As at 123121, visit blackrock.com/invested. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. Did you know that usually one out of every three tiles are imperfect? At Metropolitan, we discard all tiles with imperfections so that our tile work is as perfect as possible. Even though the manufacturer states that imperfections are to be expected and lines. At Metropolitan, we believe that anything less than our absolute best is unacceptable. So call 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at metrobath.com. It's 10.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, 66 westbound from the Beltway, slow getting to a point midway between the Beltway and Nutley Street. Setting up on the right side should shortly be down to a single lane to the left with temporary stoppages later on tonight on that stretch of 66 westbound. Now, eastbound 66, listener found the work zone setting up just before Route 50, and there you'll be getting by in two lanes to the left. 395 and 95 are doing all right. The crash northbound on 95 before exit 148 at Quantico has cleared. And things are running pretty well around the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia. Inbound on New York Avenue, delays getting past South Dakota Avenue, headed toward Bladensburg Road. That is road work, and you're getting my single file to the left. In Anne Arundel County, westbound on 58 after Cape St. Clair Road, the right lane blocked by the work zone. Eastbound traffic, no delays out to the Bay Bridge. And the crash on the investigation completed on eastbound 50 after 404. The lanes are now open and everything has been cleared there. All lanes open. You can now go beyond 404 on eastbound Route 50. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay. Same with 270 both ways. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLB Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. After beautiful weather for the work week, nice weather continues throughout the weekend. With lows tonight in the upper 50s to mid-60s under mainly clear skies. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, actually hazy sun from the wildfire smoke out west with highs in the low to mid-80s. Mid to upper 80s on Sunday. On Monday, it starts to feel a little humid with highs around 90 and the chance for a late day shower. Tuesday is looking gorgeous with highs in the 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. At the wharf in D.C., we're at 73. Oxon Hill, 73. Sterling, 63 degrees. Some of us down to the middle 50s late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. 10-11 on WTOP. Breaking news on WTOP. The Justice Department is asking a federal appeals court to lift a judge's order that temporarily barred it from reviewing a batch of classified documents seized during that FBI search of former President Trump's Florida home last month. The department tells the 11th Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals in Atlanta the judge's hold is blocking the government's efforts to protect national security. 
and interfering with its investigation into the presence of top-secret information at Mar-a-Lago. It says the hold needs to be lifted right away so that work can resume. And taking you live tonight to Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein, who is with us on Skype. Thank you for staying up late and being with us uh, again, Josh. What does this mean tonight, this new request or appeal? Well, it means that the Justice Department is very intent on getting one element of the judge's special master order lifted. And that's the part that covers these roughly 100 documents that were marked classified that were found at Mar-a-Lago on August 8th when the FBI went in there with a search warrant. We believe there are about 10,000 documents in all that the FBI took that day, but only about 100 of them are classified, although marked as classified, I should say, and some marked at very, very high classification levels. And the Justice Department is pulling out all the stops uh, to make sure that those classified records are not covered by this external uh, review. And perhaps more importantly, that this hold they're facing on their investigation is lifted. Will the appeals court take this up quickly, or are we looking at many weeks, maybe even after the midterms, or is it anybody's guess? No, no, the, the appeals court's going to take this up quickly. They haven't issued a real order for time for Trump's lawyers to respond, but I expect they'll be ordered uh, to respond within a matter of a few business days, and we'll get some ruling on this from this Atlanta-based appeals court, perhaps within a week or a week and a half. Does this have any bearing on what the special master does, or is that person now absolutely firmly in place? Well, uh, the appointment is in place. There's still a pending appeal on that, but that's not something the Justice Department is sort of challenging on an emergency basis. So I think most likely the special master, who's a judge named Ray Deary from Brooklyn, uh, will have completed his work before uh, the appeals court will ever get to that issue of whether he should have been appointed in the first place. The real battle right now is over these classified documents and whether he's going to have any role with those. And he is really rolling up his sleeves. He, he issued an order today saying he's going to have a meeting with lawyers from both sides up in Brooklyn on Tuesday to talk about getting this review underway. And the judge down in Florida has told him to start with these classified documents. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, who actually uh, gets the upper hand here just in the next week or so. I suspect you've been asked this question a lot this week. You'll correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but ha haven't people been wondering how can the formidable and at least by many people well-respected Justice Department be ordered to stop its work in this way relating to these 100 or so documents? Well, it's a very, very unusual uh, order. You know, I've covered a lot of classified information cases. I've never seen anything like this. But, of course, we've never had a case before where you had a president of the United States or a former president of the United States who at least at one time had declassification powers, who, uh, you know, is asserted, arguably able to assert executive privilege. That's something that most targets of a criminal investigation or uh, those that are even charged in a criminal investigation, those are options they simply never had. And so uh, you do have a somewhat more complicated legal environment by nature of the fact that we're talking about a former president of the United States. And I think that's contributing to some of the rulings that you're seeing here. We look forward to your reporting again next week. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dimitri. Take care. Josh Gerstein is senior legal affairs reporter with Politico. He was with us on Skype, and we're examining this new wrinkle just coming in a few minutes ago last hour that the Justice Department is asking a federal appeals court to lift a judge's order that temporarily barred it from reviewing a batch of classified documents seized recently from Mar-a-Lago.
We'll stay on top of it on WTOP. A glamorous evening awaits. September 24th at the Kennedy Center, the National Symphony Orchestra opens its thrilling new season with two modern masters. Join the celebration as NSO Music Director John Andrea Nozeda leads a vibrant program featuring Grammy winner Daniil Trifonov, the most astounding pianist of our age, playing Rachmaninoff's magnificent Rhapsody on a theme of Paganini. Don't miss the NSO season opening concert, one night only. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. We're checking in with Frank Hanrahan. Hey, comeback victory for the Nationals. They were down four zip in the seventh. It was looking bleak, but then Joey Manessis highlighted that inning with an inside-the-park homer, his ninth of the year. That's got uh, four runs in that frame, and then they get another one in the eighth, and they hold off the Marlins. 5-4 at Nats Park. C.J. Abrams had a triple, scored two runs, also had some great defensive plays, specifically in the ninth inning. As the Nationals come back and get their 50th win of the year, snap a five-game lose skid as they beat the Marlins 5-4 at Nats Park tonight. The Orioles were losers at Toronto 6-3. Let's see if the Commanders can go to 2-0 for the first time in a long time, 11 years. As they visit Detroit Sunday at 1 o'clock, Lions 0-1. Came up short against Philadelphia 38-35, and maybe that's why the Lions are favored in this game, actually, by a point and a half. First time the Lions have been favored in 25 games. A lot of local college football uh, this weekend for a preview checkout. Press those picks at our website, WTOP.com. Again, Nats, come back and beat the Marlins 5-4. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, Frank, the top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. The Justice Department is trying to block parts of a federal judge's ruling that stopped its ongoing investigation into documents seized at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. This appeal comes a day after U.S. District Court Judge Eileen Cannon appointed Judge Raymond Deary to serve as a special master and review the evidence seized at Donald Trump's Florida residence. We were just on the line with Josh Gerstein of Politico. He thinks that the appeals court is going to move pretty quickly in a matter of days to take this up. The ongoing relocation of migrants by Republican governors could lead to a legal fight. Politico reports that the California governor, Gavin Newsom, along with leaders in Florida and Massachusetts, are urging the Justice Department to investigate Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor. And Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says his office is examining the legality of busing migrants into his state from Texas. And leaders in Prince George's County say a single written warning has been issued since the county's curfew for kids 16 and younger took effect. Police say the warning was issued to the guardians of a 16-year-old girl. She was found in a car with somebody who had a gun, and that person was arrested. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. After an impressive run in the U.S. Open tennis uh, the tournament, a local star is honored in the county where he grew up. I welcome you likewise on Francis Tiafo Day in Prince George's County. County Executive Angela also Brooks doing the honors at the Junior Tennis Champions Club in College Park where Tiafo learned the game. Continue to cheer him on. Tiafo! Hundreds showed up to do just that with Tiafo. It's truly unbelievable. Uh, to come here and feel all the love after the best two weeks of my life means everything. And his parents on hand. With the grace of God, he will continue to excel. JTCC will always be um, a home for me. Tiafo's father, Francis Sr., worked maintenance at the JTCC, living on the grounds with Francis and his brother. In Prince George's County, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. 
Next to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 66 eastbound after 15 in Haymarket headed toward Gainesville, there is a work zone set up getting by a single file to the left. And then before Route 50, two left lanes are getting by road work. Eastbound 66 before Nutley, one stopped in the right lane. And westbound 66 after the Beltway uh, near the overpass at Gallows Road. Single left lane getting by the work zone. And later on tonight, there will be uh, total stoppages uh, at a time. There will be, uh, it could be up to 15 minutes to a half hour at a time around these stoppages. That'll happen later on tonight. But for now, you're getting by in at least one lane to the left there, westbound beyond the Beltway. Then there's a separate work zone beyond Nutley Street, also getting by single file to the left. 395 and 95 each running well. The crash northbound 95 before Quantico is gone. Around the Beltway, all is quiet, both in Maryland and in Virginia. And 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, as well as 270, each without delay. 50 eastbound out to the Bay Bridge, running well. The crash and the investigation, eastbound 50 after 404 cleared. The travel lanes are now open, headed toward Ocean City. And on um, New Hampshire Avenue, northbound Lockwood Drive, I believe they cleared that crash as well. On New York Avenue, headed inbound from the BW Parkway, be alert for some delays from South Dakota Avenue toward Bladensburg Road, getting by the work zone, single file to the left. Paraton, doing the can't be done for national security because our way of life depends on it. Visit Paraton.com for more info. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Mainly clear and comfortable on your Friday night with lows in the upper 50s to mid-60s. For tomorrow, plenty of sunshine with... Highs in the low to mid-80s and low humidity levels. On Sunday, we'll have mostly sunny skies once again, and we're warmer. High temperatures Sunday warming into the mid to upper 80s. Our average high this time of year, now 80, so temperatures running above normal. And this trend continues for the majority of the upcoming week. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Tyson's is at 73, Crofton 68, Lafont Plaza 73 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to the middle 50s overnight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. A couple of British establishments around here will open their doors early Monday morning so people can come and join together to watch the royal funeral. It starts at 6 a.m. Monday. We'll have those details ahead on WTOP. There's something hanging out in your home, loafing around, not contributing anything. Its name is equity. And Cap Center can help you put it to work with a cash-out refinance. You can make home improvements, pay off debts, or really anything you want. It's your money. And thanks to competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash-out refinance with Cap Center gives you more to work with. Plus, our upfront underwriting makes closing fast and easy. We do it for clients like you and clients like Justin Jackson. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced, and with the money for my cash-out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Don't let equity lie around when it could be put to work. Get more out of it and avoid unnecessary closing costs with a Cap Center cash-out refinance. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Real testimonials voiced by real clients. Visit CapCenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. 1022. Hey, Montgomery County, it's time for you to get a little boost to fight off COVID-19. It's time for everyone, especially older adults, to max your vax. A booster shot is safe and enhances your protection from the virus. You can set the example by getting another shot that will keep you, your family, and your friends healthy. 
If you already have one booster, get your second one too. Visit MontgomeryCountyMD.gov for more information. Max your vax, Montgomery County. Get your booster shot today. At Truist, we care. We care about community and transforming lives and helping businesses grow. It's why I joined Truist this year to be a partner to emerging local businesses and companies inside and outside the Beltway to help our local business community work with the largest local employer, the federal government. And at Truist, supporting and growing local businesses is not an empty promise. It's work that I and my team have the privilege of doing every day. I'm Greg Wheelis, and I lead our government contractor banking business. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Truist Bank, member FDIC. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. Since 1985, FloorMax is D.C.'s largest independent family-owned flooring company. FloorMax has an incredible selection of in-stock hardwood, tile, and vinyl kid-proof, pet-proof, stain-proof floors, plus carpets galore. All in-stock floors are on sale now and available for immediate installation. Act now and save. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com or one of our five convenient showrooms floormaxfloors.com see stores for selection and details this is wtop news now 724 security is being amped up for the queen's funeral on monday morning the line to see her coffin got so long today that authorities had to shut it down temporarily CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett with more. The river of people lining up to pay their respects has become a flood. Determined mourners braving the cold have been warned it could take up to 24 hours. Former soccer star David Beckham, somber and in a suit who could have skipped the line, chose to wait from 2 a.m., 13 hours in total, for just a few brief moments with Her Majesty. King Charles and his three siblings stood vigil, a symbolic last line of protection for the Queen. Prince William and Prince Harry will stand at their grandmother's coffin. Harry was banned from wearing his military uniform, but King Charles requested both of his sons be in uniform. With the Queen's funeral coming up on Monday morning, some D.C. area British establishments are planning to show the televised service. It's broadcast live early in the day, 6 a.m. D.C. time on Monday. DCS reports the Queen Vic on the H Street Corridor is opening its kitchen at 5.30 a.m. for a screening of the funeral. The bar will be open a little later, 6 a.m. You've got to pre-register for the screening there. The Brighton in southwest D.C. on the waterfront will also open at 5.30 a.m. to screen the funeral. With the sound on, tea and an assortment of pastries will be available. All seating is first come, first served at the Brighton. Above ground, Chef says it's wrong for anybody to capitalize off of the Queen's death. So he won't be doing any funeral screenings or related events. Above ground will give away free crowns to commemorate the Queen over the weekend and on Monday. 1025. Money News 25 and 55 with Jeff Claybaugh. Liddell lost another 139 points Friday. It lost four and a quarter percent for the week. FedEx's CEO is expecting a global recession now. FedEx stock lost almost a quarter of its value Friday. Virginia has gained 118,000 jobs in the last year. Maryland has gained back 72,000. 31% of home sales are now all cash. That's an eight-year high, but only 18% of sales in the D.C. metro are all cash. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Well, we've got some breaking news, even though it's getting into the weekend here, very much into the weekend. The Justice Department has filed an appeal. It's asking an appeals court to help restore some access to classified documents related to Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago. We'll tell you what we know tonight, the latest information straight ahead. I'd like for other men to understand that prostate cancer is something that can be treated. Robotic surgery is an excellent way to go, and I recommend it at GW Hospital. There's not a day that goes by when I'm not grateful and and realize how, how blessed I am to be able to 
uh, have a success.